if you think about um, you know an orchestra uh, the conductor themselves um, actually uh, does not play the conductor himself or herself does not play an instrument so the business relationship managers are not necessary people who will be uh, executing you know some of the specialist services themselves but they know when to call in uh, the right people welcome to laughland lead podcast show season 2 simplified to amplify hi i'm jc jenet kramer and i love interviewing industry experts to hear their stories and we share practical tips to get the best out of your business strategies we talk all things people process and technology Hi listeners, today I have with me Marlene and she is a business engagement and innovation specialist helping organizations improve their strategic partnering capability through executive coaching and certification courses in business relationship management or what we short shortened to BRM and we'll talk a little bit more about what BRM really means. She's a recipient of five global excellent awards from the BRM Institute. and has been featured in their global list of top business relationship managers in 2020 and 2019. Wow, I can't wait to talk to her. In her spare time she teaches Indian cooking classes and has written articles about Indian food culture for the lonely planet. And I can't wait to actually try her food when we're out of lockdown. Hi Marlene, how are you? Uh, hello Janet, namaste. Oh, um, namaste. I'm, I'm so excited to be here uh, on your podcast. Oh thanks for joining me. Um intrigued like um I think we met at a networking dinner about maybe 18 months 2 years ago now. And we hadn't caught up until just a couple of weeks ago really. And so yes, yeah, so things happen for a reason, don't they? They absolutely do. Um and I think the I I I view this as the universe has brought us together. <laughs> and and in my experience you know business relationship management has helped me succeed in the projects that I've delivered but I'm going to throw it to you the expert you know five global excellence awards oh my gosh that's amazing but before we start let's explain what business relationship management is first and why organizations are starting to really adopt this capability okay yeah, i think uh, possibly the 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 best way to explain what business relationship management is is to um you know talk about it in terms of what is the goal of business relationship management and uh the goal really is that when an organization is uh, defining and executing its business strategy uh brm or business relationship management will ensure that all the available potential within the organization is fully utilized So for example uh you know organizations have functions like HR you know human resources or mm-hmm. finance IT etc and historically these functions have operated as siloed back office functions mm-hmm. uh they tend to lag behind business strategy or they are uh, not fully represented you know when when business strategy is, is formulated and uh Uh, business relationship management is the uh, you can think of it as a, a role a capability discipline right and all of these things and it's it's a way of actually making sure that when we um, 
when we start thinking about what does our organization need to do, uh, we look at all these enabling, you know, functions and say, how can we best leverage them, you know, um, to get to where we, we need to go. And uh, as to the second part of your question as to why are organizations, um, you know, adopting this, this capability? Uh, I'll tell you something interesting. Uh, even as recent as three or four years ago, when I, when I looked for uh, jobs on seek.com uh, that refer to business relationship management or business partnering, etc., uh, I didn't see too many. There would only be an, a job advertised maybe once a month or something. Uh, but in the past year, I've actually seen that in, in Australia, at least. And in the past uh, year or so, I've actually seen that uh, we have at least half a dozen, if not more opportunities every week, almost. Right? There's so many organizations that are actually actively seeking someone to, to um, perform in this role. They're actually investing in having a full-time person or even a team for some very large organizations uh, to do this. And, uh, you know, with, with digital transformation, mm. um, you know, uh, we know that organizations are looking at um, how do we leverage IT in a much more strategic way. And so therefore, IT is starting to look at how do we operate in, in a much more strategic way. Uh, and business relationship management then becomes a critical component of that so that we can look at our relationships with the organization in a holistic way. IT becomes part of business conversations about problems and opportunities. And if I relate this to your um, project ecosystem model, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you have uh, strategy, projects, and operations. And you know how um, in many organizations, these are op these function, you know, in, in, uh, in silos. And at best, they might uh, think of themselves as being in a relay race and you pass the baton on one to the other. But your, what your model essentially says is these things need to be working together all the time. It's an yes. ecosystem. Yes. And so this is about, BRM is about a capability that wraps around all of these, you know, mm. and, and positions IT for success. Yeah. Positions yeah. the organization for success, I should say, by yeah. leveraging IT. Yeah. So that's the function and the responsibility. So it's fine for me. So could we also tag it as a label of people might have also known as an account manager? Was that typically uh -huh. what it could be or not? So the, uh, I, I would say, uh, you know, uh, I, I would encourage organizations to actually not think of the business relationship manager as an account manager, right? Because, uh, the account managers, you know, you think of them as a liaison. They, you know, um, uh, their role is a bit limited, right? Mm. I think the scope of their role is, is is a bit more limited. Business relationship managers, on the other hand, um, uh, get involved in all aspects of the of the function, or ideally, they should, right? And they would also be they would also be part of business discussions. So when uh, business units are actually formulating their business plans for the year or their business strategies and so on, the business relationship manager would actually be an active participant in those conversations. Typically, account managers do not have that level of seniority or that level of, um, uh, what do you say, inroad 
into yeah. business units to yeah. be part of those high level conversations mm. so that's what I would see as a, as a difference. Mm, that's good. Thanks for, because, cl- you know, I, I've heard people use the, you know, uh, in de- different times and I'm going, oh, I think you've actually got them cross paths. So thanks for clarifying that. That's uh, really good. So the day in the life of a business relationship manager, you know, you, you've talked about partnerships and, um, and, and adding value and being part of, the fuller function, but what's your day-to-day role look like? What's some of the things that you do? Okay. So some people actually think all that business relationships managers do is just have endless cups of coffee with various people. (laughs) 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 Yes. And I can tell you for a fact that is not true. In fact, I don't even drink coffee. (laughs) So, um, The, 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 the Business Relationship Management Institute, you know, they are, yep. um, uh, as, as you mentioned in my introduction, uh, you know, they, they um, offer certification courses in business relationship management and they have developed the business relationship management body of knowledge, you know, the BRM Oh, BOC. great. And um, the BRM BOC actually um, refers to three metaphors to, to describe what, what a, what a, uh, business relationship manager does and I think those those metaphors are actually um, quite a neat way of, of understanding mm. um, what a BRM does so the the first metaphor uh, is connector okay so uh, business relationship manage managers actually foster connections you know they join dots um, so it might be actually bringing people together uh, it might also be about um, you know because we have uh, we have uh, um, uh, we take a, a holistic view of the organization, so we're not just looking at a discrete, just one unit or one, um, you know, function, etc. We're actually looking at the organization as a whole. We actually become aware of uh, needs uh, across different parts of the organization that might actually have some some similarities. Right? Mm. So we can actually aggregate that demand. Otherwise, often you think about. Uh, you know, in large organizations, there'll be one business unit that's asking for a certain uh, technology enabler, right? Um, yeah. Or CRM. CRM let's, let's call it about a CRM. Everyone wants a CRM. Everyone's they all a want CRM. a different one. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and, they, and that request actually comes in, into IT at different times, different points in time. And uh, if you have a good, if you had a robust uh, business relationship management practice, uh, you know, as soon as uh, we become aware of a, a need for a CRM capability from one part of the organization, we actually actively start looking at who else might need this further down the track. So can we actually um, set this up or, or progress this initiative with that kind of view in mind? Right? Mm. Um, then another one is uh, another metaphor that the BRM Bok refers to is the navigator. Um, so we help organizations or, or different parts of the organization, um, you know, create roadmaps for the future, right? And work out what are the next steps uh, and help them, uh, you know, so when you think of uh, your um, uh, project ecosystem model, um, you know, the way it, 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 it often operates in many organizations is that the people who work in strategy are thinking of the next shiny new thing, mm. right? they don't necessarily have their feet on the ground, which is the everyday reality for operations. 
projects just have discrete pers- uh, perspectives. They're just thinking of each individual project. That's it. You know, the project managers and other people who are working on the project are not neither looking at strategy nor are they looking at operations. Yeah. So the business relationship manager can actually help the business unit navigate through, through that, um, through that experience. So from the beginning of, uh, um, you know, from the seed of an idea all the way through, you know, to it being implemented and being operational, we actually hold, hold their hand through this. And the third metaphor, which is actually my favorite and I've kept it for last, is uh, the, uh, the business relationship manager uh, functions as an orchestrator or a conductor in, in our terms. Mm. So if you think about, uh, uh, you know, an orchestra, uh, the conductor themselves um, actually uh, does not play, a conductor himself or herself does not play an instrument. Right? So the business relationship managers are not necessary people who will be doing, um, executing, you know, some of the, the specialist services themselves. But they know when to call in uh, the right people. Mm. So when, at what, you know, uh, as soon as they become aware of, oh, there's, there's a potential opportunity here, you know, in the business environment where we might be able to use some technology, hmm, maybe there's some information security considerations. Let bring, let's bring in the security specialist for this conversation, you know, or maybe we need to start thinking about how might this, how might this um, work in operations land, right? If, if we were to progress this, what might be the implications for our existing operations and so on? Let's bring somebody from that, from that team into the conversation uh, early and so on. So the business relationship manager really works as a conductor, bringing people in, mm-hmm. in and out, you know, so that we just create this beautiful, harmonious music, right? I um, love that. I love those three, connector, navigator, and conductor. Yes. That is really nice way to um, to shape that that role, and your your analogies are really good as well. You know, organisations um, may or may not have these roles yet, and I think it depends on the size of the organisation. Um, I've experienced business relationship manage, managers in government primarily when I worked in government, um, and I think your experience also might have you. In, in that government arena as well. Um, but I think small business can take, and when I mean small business, you know, one to $50 million these days is uh, small business here in Australia. But um, for me, I think they can learn from that role and say, how, how can they think about their strategies and, yeah, what, what's the end look like? So when it does get to operations, when they actually do put it in place, what does it look like? So, yes, that's... I think that's some good thinking for people. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think you're spot on in that, um, you know, you can, organizations that can, um, you know, consider investing in having BRM roles, like dedicated BRM roles, they would need to be of a certain uh, size and scale of operations. Mm. But as a capability, you know, uh, and as a discipline, you know, to be able to use the methods and the and the tools and so on, uh, anybody can use that. And I think ultimately, um, it's actually about a way of being, isn't it? A way mm. of looking. It's it's a it's a certain perspective and a way of of conducting ourselves. So um, it's definitely, uh, you know, tending more towards like a, a philosophy. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So if you don't have a dedicated business relationship manager, at least have the discipline of it um, in your practice so that you are not duplicating and that you're investing in the right things at the right time and, yeah, all those sorts of things that strategy is trying to address. And that, you know, when when uh, you... When you um uh, identify or you hear of a potential opportunity where you might use uh, technology, for, uh, for instance, you actually challenge your assumptions, you go through that ideation process, not not just by yourself, but in collaboration with all the right people. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something uh, business relationship managers can actually do really well. Have those conversations early on before you have to invest in you know, hiring a project manager and and uh, and other roles, um, the BRM can actually be a representative for the entire function and and actually ask the right questions. You know, challenge the the assumptions, and that can often lead to um, uh, innovative ways in which the capabilities are used. Right? Yeah, and I've seen a real effective one in a university when I worked. Um, uh, at uh, RMIT, they had a really good business relationship manager and um, and he was actually able to um, probably be the conductor was probably one of his strengths mm. um, now that you've explained those three to me and he did a really good role in bringing in the specialist or the subject matter experts across the university because they were looking at um, some very big infrastructure programs of work for the next 20 years. And so it had to be a really big collaboration space. And he, he did that relationship role very, very well. So, hmm. and, and you'll often find that with uh, business relationship managers, um, the, the conductor uh, role uh, is, is one that they probably uh, sort of fall naturally into. But for a complete BRM experience, they also need to, uh, you know, be proficient in connecting and, and navigating yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, and and that's one of the things I um, I focus on in the certification trainings that I that I deliver. We look at how do we actually make sure that we we don't have to become experts in everything in in IT or all, all the services or products that are offered, but we definitely have to have enough understanding of our uh, existing capabilities, emerging capabilities, and so on that so that we can have well informed conversations. And, and make some well, um, you know, evidence-based recommendations, that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and um, we're talking, you know, IT. And so there's an acronym we call CIO, Chief Information Officer. Um, and in the uh, domain CIO.com, it talks about BRM is the CIO's change agent, you know. Um, can you explain a little bit about how that works. So a business relationship management role and the CIO, which is the head of IT, um, how does that kind of work together and why is it, why they the change agent? Okay, that's actually a great question. You know, what is the relationship between the business relationship manager and the CIO? Uh, and I always, um, you know, believe that the business relationship manager is a representative of the, the CIO, you know, uh, the CIO can't be everywhere, and that's why they have business relationship managers who um, can can you know uh, represent the whole of the the IT function, mm-hmm. advocate for the whole of the IT function, uh, 
uh, encourage business units to become better consumers of IT um, and, uh, and advocate, you know, for, for both uh, business and IT as required, you know, depending mm. on, on where we are in the scheme of things. So with reference to that particular article that, that uh, was published in CIO.com, BRM is the CIO's change agent. Um, what, what they were referring to incorrectly so is that when you introduce a business relationship management capability in an organization, what you're effectively doing is changing the culture. You know, mm-hmm. we, we talked about um, you know, siloed practices and now we have to start working in a more, um, uh, you know, in, in a more of a partnership orientation. And that naturally requires us to uh, take shared ownership we start. We have to start thinking about, um, uh, you know, the measures of our success can no longer be, uh, okay, we've delivered the system on time within budget. Right? Mm. That's just a, a system delivery yeah. measure, right? It's yeah. not a business outcome measure. So we have to start, um, IT has to start thinking about its success or its outcomes in terms of what are the business outcomes that it is actually enabling. Um, some changes to the language. Um, we don't, you know, in, in operations, uh, often we refer to, um, you know, our, our business uh, end users as customers. Mm. Um, in business relationship management, we, we, we refer to everyone as our partners. Mm. Um, because you are, uh, while you are providing services, yes, um, the relationship is not so much that of a, of a customer and a provider, but it's actually of equal partners. If you didn't go in with that mindset, um, it'll be harder to get invited to those very high-level strategic conversations, right? You, they, typically, what they would do is they'd exclude you from those conversations, and they'll only bring you in when they think they're ready to consume your service, whereas you actually want to shape their strategy. You want yes. to be part of yeah. those early conversations. Um, then we, we also, um, business relationship managers help to create awareness about, um, you know, emerging technologies or underutilized existing capabilities, you know, those sorts of things. So we can, um, you know, there are many different ways in which we, we get uh, the organization to change its perception of IT. Mm. And also internally within IT, we, we help, uh, you know, our colleagues to change their perception of of the business and of our business partners and how we work with them. One of the other things that we also do is encourage, um, uh, you know, uh, robust uh, storytelling. So create some good narratives of um, examples of where the relationships have worked very well. Use that to to role model, you know, as role models to encourage, uh, you know, the, the desired behaviors. Uh, we also ensure that the contributions of IT are acknowledged appropriately. Uh, you know, something that I'm sure you have experienced as well, Jeanette. Um, uh, IT, you know, works on a project with with the business unit, and the system goes live. Things don't work very well, and who gets the blame? They say, okay. "Oh, it's yeah, IT." Right? Yeah. So, whereas it might not really be IT's fault, it may be that you know, at the at the business end of things, they haven't actually re-engineered their processes, they haven't actually paid attention to, you know, training, all of those sorts of things. But still, it's always IT's fault. Mm-hmm. So, part of the BRM BRM's role is to ensure that the contribution of 
of uh, the function that we represent, uh, whether it's IT, HR, whatever, is appropriately acknowledged. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. And, and, you know, with, with, uh, um, with all the, the new disciplines and methodologies like Agile and um, DevOps and, and so on, there's so much, there's, there's such a great need to uh, create awareness about how business units can actually participate you know, yes. in, in IT, like how, how, what is the role of a product owner? Um, and, you know, things like that, like that, and mm. the amount of commitment that they need to, to actually make, they can, uh, you know, business partners can no longer just come in and out on occasion, right? Once in a while in the steering committee meeting, they actually need to be part of the, uh, you know, of the, of the daily scrums. Um, yeah. the, the sprint planning sessions, you know, the, all, all of those sorts of things. And the business relationship manager can actually um, uh, educate, if you like, educate and inform and, and build that capability. I totally agree. And, and that's where I've seen it work really well is when um, IT or HR or finance who are providing the service haven't assumed that their customer, their partner, you know, their business unit, knows everything so before they've even started the project they actually have a glossary of terms session and it's kind of like okay let's all put all the acronyms and the terms out on the table and understand them because we all need to be in the same library i call it i call it all in the same library we might be looking at different books but at least start in the library and then we might get to the same book (laughs) like um so yeah i love that that you're actually an educator um as well as um, all the other things that you just talked about, storytelling and contribution. Um, now, you know, I've, I've worked in digital transformation for many, many years like you, and people get scared of these new roles and new terms, and they think that they're going to be replaced. So the BR, you know, the business relationship management capability is, you know, Will it replace the business analysts and the architects and the program managers and all these other roles that have been around for a long time? Or how's it, how are they going to work together? Okay, the short answer is no. It will not replace any of those roles. If anything, uh, the business relationship manager will actually um, create conditions or help to create conditions where these roles can thrive even more uh, or, or even better than, than mm. ever before. Um, too often we find, uh, you know, requests come to IT when it's too late right, in the day. Uh, and then it's always a compromise. Whatever uh, solution we are actually able to stand up is done in a rush and it's always a, a compromise. And uh, my, my uh, you know, fellow business analysts and architects and program managers, they always go, if only we had been involved you know, <laughs> earlier, if only we had been consulted earlier. And, and so the business relationship manager, by, by actually making sure that uh, we have a, uh, a voice earlier in our business partner's decision cycle, mm-hmm. we actually make sure that all of these roles can be utilized, you know, their expertise can be, can be utilized. Yeah. The, the other thing that, that I that I also do is um, usually I, I would have a, a v, you know on Friday mornings I would have um, a, a weekly stand up uh, you know which is hosted by my team and everyone in in IT is invited and then we just give a, 
uh, a quick run through all the key conversations that we have had with with business units in that week. Mm. And by by uh, by being so transparent about all the conversations that we are he- having, what are we hearing about, and so on, we are actually empowering all these different roles to be fully fully conversant with what is the organization thinking and doing, mm. and what what, and then they are actually able to. Um, support my team by saying, well, oh, you know what, Malini, you should, there was this thing that, that actually, we've had a conversation similar to this two years ago, and that project never really got legs because, da, da, da. you know, so they, they, they give me some history or they might point me uh, towards other uh, sources of information that then helps me to be better prepared for the next conversation that I have with the same business unit. Yeah. So we, when it's done well, right, and, and when the role is adequately supported and set up for success, uh, the business relationship manager can actually make sure that there's a win-win situation for all these key roles that you mentioned, and we, we act as their um, uh, support, right? We've got their back. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, even with program managers or project managers, when they encounter challenges with, with the business sponsor, um, they would they would call on me to come and help to you know uh, to um, resolve some some challenging situations. Yeah, well, that's all about that connection and navigation again, isn't it? That's oh my gosh. So I keep hearing, although you're not saying it, I keep hearing in the underlying you know competencies are those three. Yeah, I, I keep hearing it. So why why did you choose this sort of role, and what do you love about it? I, I, I'm from me. I think it has to be all the people stuff. But you you share what um, why you love it. Okay, so in terms of how I chose this role, um, it's it's a little bit Harry Potterish, you know, you know where the wand chooses the wizard. So <laughs> the role actually chose me. <laughs> it presented itself, and uh, and I thought, oh, okay, I I, I hadn't um, uh, you know I hadn't heard very much about this role, you know, the first time I I, I took it on, uh, and I, I sort of went with my gut gut instinct, but um, I, I would say it was very much you know the 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 want coming in and choosing. <laughs> in terms of why I love it and why I have uh, continued to to. Um, function in this role and also now you know train other people so that yes. they 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 uh, are set up for success um the f- there, there are two two reasons i think uh the first reason is that um i have i'm a person with many interests so my own background you know it's it's in arts it's in business management it's in uh, business systems etc so there's a multiple you know uh, multiple threads if you like um, in 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 my in the tapestry of yeah. my being, and this is a role that I find that calls on all those different um, things, um, and uh, that makes me feel quite uh, quite fulfilled, you know, at a certain level. Because in in other roles, I've often felt that okay, it only utilizes some of my skills and experience, but but not the, the sum total of it. Mm-hmm. So the business relationship manager role, I think, um, is, is a good fit. Um, and we often talk about business relationship management as being more of an art than a science, because mm-hmm. while you have methodologies and frameworks, but 
the way you go about applying those requires some nous and, and, and some finesse. Um, so I, that, you know, that part of it uh, is, is very satisfying. But the second reason possibly I would say is, which is even more, more important is that I have seen how um, when, when we are able to get it right, you know, and when we are all able to work together towards a shared purpose, uh, and when we achieve those outcomes, we always achieve far more than what we could have done individually. That is immensely, immensely uh, fulfilling. Um, and I'll, I'll um, share one, you know, one, one experience that I had. Um, I'd, I'd worked at an organization for a number of years, um, and there was this uh, one, one particular um, stakeholder from a business unit uh, with whom I had, uh, uh, you know, uh, I had worked alongside for many projects, and some of those, some of those initiatives were extremely challenging for various reasons. And um, I was recruiting uh, a new team member for the the BRM team, and I invited this uh, senior stakeholder to be on the selection panel uh, for the recruitment. And we were having a conversation. Um, you know, regarding what sort of competencies are we looking for in, in the candidate, in the ideal candidate. And he said to me, he said, you know, IT used to do projects to us. And they always maintained the attitude that they are the technology experts and we had to just take whatever was, was dished out. Um, we never really had a say in anything. And then Malini, you came along and you made me feel for the first time that we are in this together. And he said, I've never forgotten that. And I'm looking for someone who's going to make me feel that way. That's, and that's all they're asking for, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, that's brilliant. So I, 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 that's why I love the role. Because <laughs> yeah. you're making such a difference. Um, can you share with us what one of your excellent awards was about? Like, um, was it um, that you led a project or was it that people voted for you? How did one of those awards come about? Okay, so um, one of the awards that I received was for um, being a, a trailblazer, okay, uh, a, a business relationship management trailblazer. Um, and uh, it was because I... Um, I'm trying to find what's the politically correct way of saying this. <laughs> um, you know, when you're trying to introduce change, yeah. right, uh, it, especially in a very large organization that's quite bureaucratic, uh, you do encounter many roadblocks. Right? Yes. And I, I just uh, realized that the organization needed to change. Um, and... I worked on the constraints by stealth mm. in a very, uh, very gentle way. So, mm -hmm. so for, for example, well, I'll give you one of the things that I did. I wanted, um, I wanted my colleagues in, in IT to have a better appreciation for the context in which our uh, colleagues, you know, in various business units actually use our IT systems. Mm. Uh, and, when I, when I approached HR and I talked about, you know, maybe we could set up a shadowing program and so on, it just never went anywhere. Right? Mm -hmm. it, it ended up being a very bureaucratic conversation. <laughs> Actually, nothing happened. 
So then I, and, and historically there had been quite, you know, sort of poor relationships between, between business and business units and, and IT, right? Um, so when I spoke to people on either end, they were not very keen even to have some sort of a shadowing um, program. Uh, in fact, uh, they didn't actually say outright that they were not interested, but they kept saying, oh, how is it going to work? What are we going to be working on? And not really uh, enthusiastic about the whole idea. Mm. So I just thought, okay, um, we had newly been issued with laptops that replaced our desktops. So I just uh, walked around and um, went to a, a pod where I noticed somebody somebody's desk was vacant, like their chair was vacant. Mm. So I asked, oh, is this person away? And they said, yes, she's on annual leave. She's not going to be back for the rest of the week. So I said, oh, do you mind if I actually sit and work here today? And they said, oh, no problem. Come and sit. So I sat and worked there. And then I, I called one of my um, friends in IT. And I said, hey, would you like to just come and spend a day with me? You know, here, because I was working at a different, uh, I was working offsite. I said, mm -hmm. would, you know, you've got a laptop, so you can, you know, do your work from here. Why don't you come in and spend a day here with me? There's a few things that, you know, we can talk about. And um, he said, okay, he came. And I took him to this particular spot that was vacant. And I said, here's my friend, David. Mm -hmm. uh, is it okay if he actually sits here with you today? He's just visiting from, you know, yeah. our, our head office. And is it okay if he sits here with you today? And I said, yeah, sure, no problem. Okay. And then I left David there for, for very long periods of time. <laughs> and, and initially, uh, you know, I, and I kept coming back. And initially, you know, everybody was just doing their own thing. But over time, I started noticing they were having some conversations. By the end of the day, I, there was a whiteboard near this pod. It was filled with writing by all the people that were there. Brainstorming. You know, they, were, they were brainstorming. They were yeah. drawing process maps. They were doing. And then David says to me, you know, Mali, there's, there's something that we're not doing right. We should do this differently. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to do it. I said, yes, David. Go do that. <laughs> it's called shadowing. <laughs> and, and eventually that actually became, I started inviting other people over. And I found different business units where we could just, you know, go and sit and, and spend some time. And it eventually became a, a whole program called A Day in the South. Uh, and a number of people came in. And one, one, of the, one, one of the persons whom I remember, she was a, a functional analyst. Um, and she actually said to me at the end of the day, she said, all my assumptions about how people use the systems that I design were completely challenged. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, that reminds me of um, one of a big Queensland government project I had to rescue once. And, you know, there was a team of about 50 and they hadn't really delivered anything. And my first question to them was that is, has anyone been on site in a customer service center? And they go, why would we? And I went, because they're the people that you're delivering for. They're your customers. Oh no, we've been told we need to build this system to get more, you know, um, compliance. I went, no, 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 <laughs> get out. And I actually locked the office for the day and they all had to go to different customer service centers and report back tomorrow, like the next day on what they learned. How empowering is that? They all come back and said, we're building the wrong system. I went, yep, there you go. 
And that's why, you know, it's so perfect because I think the more we, I call it spend the day in the life of, you know, and it can be anyone. It can be the cleaner. It can be the customer service person who's, you know, addressing the customer face-to-face. It could be the HR advisor who's trying to deal with payroll. Whoever you are trying to provide a solution for, go and spend a day with them. Exactly what you've just said. It's brilliant. I don't know why people don't do it. And it's not that that hard to do, right? And and like you said, I mean, your your example is just fantastic. They they came back and they they had to, you know, buzzword these days is pivot. Yeah. Right? So they had to actually pivot and go. Oh my God, this is this is what we're building is not actually the right thing. We, we didn't pivot. We had to. I had to then get bounce up to the director general's office and say, uh, we're building the wrong thing. Uh, we have to stop for a little while. <laughs> We're not pivoting. We're actually <laughs> stopping. Um, but yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, I was just thinking the other thing that also happens as a consequence, and which is very equally significant, is that um, you know people who work in these functions like IT, right? Mm. They start getting a better understanding of what is the purpose of the organization. Mm. Not just as it is written in our, you know, on our websites in terms of this is our vision, this is our mission, except, but in a very real sense. And I'm reminded of the story of uh, uh, the janitor at NASA, right? Um, I think when the president of the USA or someone was visiting and he asked him, so what do you do around here? And this janitor said, I'm putting a man on the moon, you know? Mm. And us being able to say, when someone asks us, what do you do, Okay. Uh, it's not that, oh, uh, I design IT systems or I, I mm. you know, uh, write business requirements mm. or, or whatever. It's actually being able to define ourselves, um, mm. you know, in the context of what the purpose of our organization is. Absolutely. And, oh, my and, gosh. Yeah. And when we, when we can do that, you know, this is where I was talking about BRM as a philosophy, as a way of being, right? Each and every one of us can actually, uh, you know, arrive at that that understanding of or perception of ourselves. Uh, and imagine, if, you know, if more and more people in organizations started thinking like that, we'll automatically start working better together. Yeah, you know? brilliant. Uh, and then collaboration will not be uh, just lip service. It'll be something that we are genuinely motivated to, to do and to do it well. Mm, yeah, that, I, I agree. Success is not experienced by an individual. It's experienced by a team. Like... I'll, yeah, I'll debate that one forever, that one. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. My gosh, thank you so much um, for those insights and wonderful stories. How can people get in touch with you? What's the best way? Uh, the best way would be LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So my full name is Malini Jayaganesh. Uh, and I think, uh, Janet, um, you know, people might have to look at mm-hmm. um, your, your website for yes. the spelling. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's J-A-Y-A-G-A-N-E-S-H. That's so, right. Yep. So, and, yeah, and I'll definitely put the link on my website so they can just click straight through. Fantastic. So please feel free to reach out to me um, via LinkedIn. Uh, and if, if you're reaching out to me after listening to this podcast, just let me know that uh, this is where you first heard, uh, you know, um, heard about me because then I'll be able to relate it to this conversation. Yeah. Um, and uh, thank you, uh, Jeanette, for this for the for this wonderful conversation. Uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Me too. So take care, and hopefully, I don't know, 
maybe 2020 we can get together for a real face-to-face drink and conversation but you know who who, who knows for now it's um zoom and um, technology <laughs> take care bye thank you Jeanette. bye thank you for listening jump on my website jeanettecremore.com.au and download the leveraging insights workbook it has over 50 tips from the first year of the show's episodes it's a great online learning tool for you and your team until next time keep smiling keep smiling